Hello and welcome to Shay's Sports Stories. I'm your host, Shay, and on this show I talk about the most interesting and important people and events in all of sports. And on this show I'm going to go over a few general sports-related topics relating to the, you know, today. Uh, so first off, I want to talk about the AFC Championship game that's coming up with the Bills and the Chiefs. Uh, <clears throat> when I'm doing this, it's still not entirely clear if um, Mahomes will play. It's looking like he almost certainly will, but, you know, still a question. Uh, and, I mean, that that is a big factor. If Mahomes doesn't play, the Chiefs have no chance in my eyes. I think, you know, um, their backup came in and against the Browns and did a good job closing out the game. But, you know, that was he just had to not lose at that point. You know, it was it was close, but, like, he just had to not, like, really screw up. And he made some mistakes in that game with that pick. So I just don't see uh, him having any chance with the Bills. But um, if Mahomes does play, this game could be very interesting because the Chiefs are pretty insanely good. I mean, they went 14-2, really 14-1 with Mahomes because they rested their starters uh, the last week of the season. And, um, you know, they have an absurdly good offense, a pretty good defense, and they're, yeah, I mean, they're defending champions for a reason, so it's, uh, but the Bills are a bad matchup for them, you know, uh, Josh Allen is about as close as anybody in the NFL to Mahomes that is around, and, uh, the Bills have a really good defense that should slow the Chiefs down at least, uh, a bit, and, um, yeah, I mean, the Bills' offense, uh, while the Chiefs' defense is solid, the Bills' offense is kind of really bad for them because the Bills' offense can get really big plays and, like, just they have some, you know, I mean, yeah, in the passing game, they're crazy, and it's like the Chiefs' defense isn't super good at stopping that. Like, they're just they're just fine. So, I don't know. I mean, it's going to be close. It's going to be very high scoring, but I kind of actually lean towards the Bills winning this one just because of just because of how um, the matchup and just, you know, the Bills are about as good as any, as are about as good as the Chiefs, you know. And I mean, especially in the later half of the season, they just went off and could not be stopped. So, yeah, I think it's going to be close. I think the Chiefs have a very, very good chance of winning, but I got to lean towards the Bills here. Uh, I also want to talk about the NFC Championship game, which is uh, Green Bay versus Tampa Bay. Um, yeah, I mean, Tampa is good. And you got to give them, you know, you, they got Tom Brady. So it's you have to take that into account because he's, uh, you know, he's won more Super Bowls than anybody. But, like, Green Bay is so good. <laughs> Their defense is solid. It's not, I mean, Tampa Bay does have a better defense, I think, but, you know, not by much. And Aaron Rodgers is the best, is the, like, had the, is the MVP, you know. Um, I don't know if you can definitively call him the best quarterback in the league or not, because, like, the MVP isn't always the best player. You know, I think Mahomes is definitely in the argument for best quarterback, too. It's just he didn't have as good a season this year. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it, I just, 
it is weird though because t- t- uh, the only really bad game Aaron Rodgers had all year was against Tampa Bay. So it's you know they have a they have a good chance, but I don't know. I mean they they did outplay the Packers one one time. You know the one time they played it did not go well for the Packers, but I just I don't see that um, sticking around. I think the Packers are going to beat the Buccaneers, and I don't think it's going to be like. I don't think it's going to be too insanely close, but I do think the Bucks have a chance. I mean, you can just look at the Buccaneers as a perfect example of why that uh, the fact that the Buccaneers blew out the Packers earlier doesn't mean it will happen in the NFC Championship because the Buccaneers just beat the Saints, and the Saints destroyed the Buccaneers both times. So it's like you can't like just look at previous matchups and say that's what's going to happen in the postseason. It's a different, it's a whole different thing. So yeah, my predictions for the Super Bowl, I guess are Bills uh Green Bay. I mean, that's going to be uh if that if that is how it goes, I mean, that's going to be a great. I think any matchup is actually going to be a great Super Bowl, but uh I definitely think Bills Green Bay will be super entertaining, but it it also has the potential I think of all the matchups to be the worst one just because of uh how they're both very solid defenses cuz so it could be a little, you know, disappointing. Um moving on from that, I wanted to talk about um Deshaun Watson, not a ton has happened yet with him and his trade demand, or not really even trade demand, but like implied desire to be traded, I guess. He hasn't been super um, upfront about it. Just a couple like vague tweets and some reporting, but you know, I, uh, I mean, I don't, I think the Texans, I, I think he has good reason to be upset with the Texans. They have not done a good job. Uh, making that team good for him, and I don't see a ton that they could um, do to repair the relationship because they've messed up a lot, and they're not—they're um, not. I don't think they're an appealing franchise to work with. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, it's—it's it's, they're gonna have to have a really good off season and kind of do whatever Deshaun wants them to do to, I think, repair that relationship. And I mean. That's, I mean, I don't know if the Texans will really want to do that because, I mean, you know, like, you can't, I mean, you can't just let your quarterback make all your decisions, too. So it's like, if that's the only way to repair your relationship with Deshaun Watson because of how many times you've failed is to just make him GM, I don't think that's ideal either. Yeah, I, I mean, I just don't see this uh, super going well. But also, on the other hand, I don't see a super easy way that Deshaun gets traded. He doesn't really have any leverage over the uh, Texans. He's on a long-term contract at the moment, and it's... I mean, if you want to trade for Deshaun Watson, you're going to have to give up a lot to the point that it's like, as good as Deshaun Watson is, you kind of don't want to do it, I think. Because if you have to give up... I mean, you'll have to give up at least three first-round picks if you're going to try to trade for Deshaun Watson or give up, like, an already elite quarterback of your own, and then some, you know, other stuff, you know, because just how good Deshaun Watson is. I mean, there's four teams in the league I think should not trade for him at all, which is the Packers, Bills, Chiefs, and Seahawks. And then there's the two teams I think should not, like, really look into it, which are the Buccaneers and the Chargers. Every other team should want to trade for Deshaun Watson, but I don't know if every other team is willing to give up what it takes because of how good Deshaun is. So it's it's going to be hard for this trade to actually happen, I think. And a little less, like... I mean, the most realistic thing I can think of is the Jaguars give the Texans the number one overall pick so they can take Trevor Lawrence because uh, 
But I mean, I don't know that either team would want that because it's because uh, I mean Trevor Lawrence as he has the he is um one of the best prospects of all time, but it's also he's not a sure thing. And I mean, I don't know if that's what the um the Jaguars want to do because they're kind of rebuilding. I think they might want a you know I mean Deshaun is a young quarterback, but he's on his second contract, so I think they might want a quarterback on his rookie deal who has an insane amount of potential. So it's it's just a strange it's a strange situation. I don't I don't know for sure what's gonna happen. Uh so next thing I want to talk about was Philip Rivers is uh retiring. Just uh you know, it's gonna be very interesting for the Colts. Seems like they're gonna have to definitely make a uh, decision on what they want to do with their quarterback situation in the future. I mean they got Jacob Eason who played for Washington. He was okay. He's clearly very um when he played for Washington, he has, you know, a great arm, but, uh, you know, he's not, he's, I mean, he definitely needs to improve a lot of things if he's going to be a starting NFL quarterback, and they got Brissett, too, and he's, he's just a fine quarterback, you know, he's, he's solid, but he's not who you want as, like, your guy, um, and, I mean, they could make a trade, Carson Wentz has been suggested a lot, uh, and I kind of like that trade, as bad as Carson Wentz was last year for the Eagles, he and um, the Colts coach, Frank Reich, um, when Frank Reich was with the Eagles as their offensive coordinator, Carson Wentz almost won MVP. So I think that is a good um, duo, I guess, coach-quarterback duo. Um, and just on the topic of Phil Rivers, um, yeah, I mean, he was a great quarterback. He, had, he had his, I mean, I think he could have played a bit longer, but it was clear that it was uh, he was getting towards the end of his career. Uh, I mean, in my opinion, I think Philip Rivers is probably a Hall of Famer, despite never, you know, winning a Super Bowl or even making a Super Bowl. I think just how skilled he was and that he was, he's second only to Brett Favre and games started straight. You know, there's a lot of impressive things throughout Philip Rivers' career, so I think because of that, he belongs in the uh, Hall of Fame. But uh, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a conversation, certainly, because he is kind of borderline. In my opinion, he's in, but I think a lot of people would disagree with that. Uh, next thing I want to talk about, uh, just kind of, I want to talk about the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Um, yeah, they're uh, they're an interesting team after they just acquired uh, James Harden recently. Um, I mean, they uh, when I'm recording this, they lost to the Cavaliers uh, last night, or uh, two nights ago, actually. Um, and I mean, that's not, uh, that's not ideal. I just, uh, I think that Cavs game... And actually, a few of the games they've played so far show off a lot of the issues with that team. Um, There's three main guys, or the best three main guys, you know, of any team that any team has with Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and James Harden. That's a lot of offensive talent. But of those guys, Durant is the only good defender, and he's not even a good defender in the regular season. He's a good defender in the playoffs when he starts to really, you know, focus in on defense. James Harden went from, like, the worst defender in the league to kind of solid, and Kyrie is, uh, like, super mediocre defensively. He's not, I mean, he's not terrible or anything, but he's also, like, nothing special. Uh, but outside of those three, they don't have any other good, like, players aside from, I guess, Joe Harris. He's probably the fourth best player on that team. Jeff Green is fine, and DeAndre Jordan is Okay, like, but those two I really don't want starting for my team. 
And I mean, Joe Harris is only is a three point specialist. That's it. So it's even even him, I think, is pretty good. I don't I don't love as being the fourth best guy on the team. Outside of those, I mean, those three are not that great, and they're their only depth. They don't have any really great defenders. They got a lot of issues, but and I mean, there's also all the questions about this team, you know, chemistry-wise with uh, you know, Kyrie not playing recently, which was um interesting to say the least. Kevin Durant has a, you know, Kevin Durant's not that big an issue in my opinion, but you know, he's got some history with burner accounts and all that that might that put him in a little it make it, it's a little strange. And Harden recently with the trade demand, it's like all of these guys are a little a little strange. So it's like um, there are there are some concerns. There's a lot of concerns with this team. I just I don't personally think as good as they are and as good as Harden is and as big of an acquisition that was. I just don't see them as a championship team. They don't have the defense or the depth. Like I mean, I was thinking about it the other day. Uh, I don't think any team with this bad of a defense has ever won an NBA championship. I think every team that's ever won an NBA championship has had at least a good defense. Maybe not, like, at least slightly above average. Like, you know, not necessarily even, like, you know, a top 10 defense, but, like, the 14th best defense in the league, like, right above average, which would be 15. This that seems like a bottom 10 defense in the league, and I, that's just not a championship team to me, so... You know, we'll see. Maybe I'll be wrong. They're definitely a great offense, but the game is more than just offense. So that's all for this week. Thank you for listening, and stay tuned for more great KMIH content.